welcome back to the co-op champions this is episode two i appreciate you know the the love we got on episode one this is carefree and your average ron and we're back with another episode to further explain our experiences going through Baldur's gate three i think last time we left off we were talking about what we leave off at ron we i think the last thing we might have talked about might have been Raphael, so we were going to the goblin camp oh yeah i'm excited about this one <laughs> mm-hmm. a lot of stuff happened for this one yeah we had a uh, a lot of interesting encounters i believe the first encounter was we we went in we got in smooth a few encounters with the goblins as you go in and a few um perception not perception charisma checks you had to get through mm-hmm. i think initially yeah ryan's paladin is like he isn't a murder hobo. Well, they, she isn't a murder hobo, but uh, she will attack some shit. So oh, yeah. we were talking to, uh, I forgot that main goblin lady's name, went and was talking to her. And I think it was on site in this playthrough. Was it on Ooh, site with Helen? No, no. Or did you or did you go on the road? No, we, we tried to go. Well, okay. So when we first went into the goblin camp, we ran into like their what was it their little dining hall their dining Mm -hmm. hall had volo dancing up there um it also had those two guys that had knocked out um that tieflin commander what was his name again zevlor yeah i think that yeah yeah and knocked him out or those those guys were were hanging out there with the goblins because weren't they running from the goblins when we first got introduced so why were they with the goblins were they with the goblins? Or, or, or I could have sworn we had seen them. Because I feel like you had pointed them out. You had said... No, no. Might... It, was, uh, it was the people where once you come up on that hill that you find... Oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Know, you're right. Uh, and they start okay. telling you about the uh, absolute. And I think that's one of the first time you run into uh, absolute. You start hearing oh, yeah. about the true soul stuff. But I think what yeah. happened was... In that playthrough, I think we went close to it, but we didn't engage. So yeah. once we once we got back, the body was there and he was and you they know, gone. Left. And they had they had left. So once we got to the goblin camp, they were just sitting there chilling. But it made sense they were in there chilling because they were following the absolute, which yeah. was an interesting like little me personally, I have logged a lot of hours in this game. <laughs> I have Ryan and I play through. Uh, I think we just got into Act Two, and I have all of my playthroughs all lined up right in there. Right in there, I think my hours play right now. I think in early access, I had 20, and right now I'm sitting at what 130 hours play. So I really yeah. went in. I took, Man. yeah, I took two days off because <laughs> of getting back into real life work groove and stuff because I was out for a bit, but. I've been playing, so that was the, and that was the only time I've seen that instance because usually when I see that, I would always go and communicate with him. I never thought, oh, I'm gonna turn around and not deal with it, even though it wasn't intentional that we didn't engage with him. It just kind of happened that way. I mean, we had ran into them in the early access, so we kind of knew what they were about, and we weren't ready to deal with their stuff yet because we had to, we had to do something. I think we went to go long rest. And yeah. when we came back, it was just a dead body. And so yeah. we didn't even, 
in that playthrough, we didn't even go. We didn't get to interact with the siblings. We did not go into the Owlbear cave and mm-hmm. uh, do what we needed to do with that one. <clears throat> um, which I know we missed out on the we missed out on having a um uh, Owlbear in our camp. I think we could, I, I think we could still you go think back. We could go back. We probably could. I mean, the area, even though it's like it, even though it asks you if you want to move on, it's not like it's uh you can't go back to that area. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, we even let we let we uh, left out that. What is that it? Blight town? Ta- not Blight yeah. Town. Yeah. Is it Blight Town? Yeah, Blighted Town. Yeah, I was going to Yeah, the Blighted Town. I was like, damn, yeah. we, we skipped over that, but... Not much happened in there. Not not initially. Because we didn't, we didn't go back through that stuff until after we killed or we cleared the, the main goblin camp. Because that's when yeah. we... Getting a little ahead of ourselves, but, you know. When we oh. went back through there and, and discovered some more stuff, it was it was wild. I wish you could have uh, interacted with the ogres and kind of talk with them and get the horn. But I had went ahead and talked to them and got it and called them in for those big battles. But mm-hmm. we're, we're getting to the carnage and the chaos of the goblin camp <laughs> actually right now. Um, yeah. So we go into the, the dining hall and they're making Volo dance and stuff. And Volo is kind of freaking out or whatever so i don't remember exactly what helena said but it it made it made the lady that that took claim over volo upset so she sent him off and liana being a, a bard you're over there playing your playing your shit and <laughs> gathered a yeah. crowd around you the actual this is the only time i've seen it happen maybe you have to be in a party setting where the goblins actually played along with me so that was like a fun experience and me on the table playing and the goblins come in with the drums and we just rocking out playing uh old divinity yep little little do they know they're they're jamming with their murderers <laughs> oh hanging with the ops <laughs> yup so uh yeah then we go into like that so then we start learning about the the true the true souls and the absolute we run into the princess and i think yeah i think it was on site this time i don't think we really talked to her much went ahead and got in that fight set uh and if you if you guys have forgot um we are running with Shadowheart and will at the moment Mm-hmm. as our companions and uh we just basically we we fight this lady and um you know yeah, i it, think i was getting our two playthroughs mixed up because the playthrough where the statues fell on us i think that's when early access and i was playing salvador oh no i had a, i had a statue follow me um in this, in this one, one? Too. She, <laughs> yeah yeah she just the princess really loved dropping statues uh but yeah we went and we killed her nothing it wasn't it wasn't too challenging of a combat um it did expend a lot of our resources i remember because then we had to long rest and that's when that's when you had your run-in with um with a starion oh uh, yeah so uh <laughs> asterion astarian we um helena is a paladin paladin fighter She's a she's a fighter paladin. 
fighter paladin. Most of my levels are in uh, fighter. Yeah. Yeah. A fighter paladin, Eldritch Knight, right? And yeah. so during this encounter, the first thing I hear Ron say is, oh no, he knew who to try that shit with. <laughs> He's like, he picked the right protagonist. So I'm laying in bed. Of course, he comes up and he tries to bite me. The narrator's doing a thing, narrating it. I wake up and I stare and goes, oh shit. And so instantly I get up and I try and stake him, but I failed to roll. And so instead of actually hitting him in the heart, I hit him in the stomach. Now, one thing I did learn, and Ryan doesn't know this, but if you succeed on that roll, you will actually kill him right then really? and right there. Yeah, I, I in my other playthrough with my paladin, I saved scum and went back. But mm. yeah, yeah, I actually staked him and killed him. I said, "Yo, that's I, crazy. I, didn't, I didn't think you staked him because I know you guys just you had let him feed on you. So you staked him and then he still feeds on you." Uh-huh, afterwards, because he started, we started oh, talking and, and explaining it, and he was explaining himself, and um, and so, yeah, then I let him, let him start feeding on me, and uh, kind of had his back with the camp, and I think I let him feed on me, I let him go for one check, two checks, and then on the third one, I was like, nah, you gotta stop, because he can't kill you in that in that cutscene, if you don't stop really? him, yeah, you you will croak. You will is it, die. Is, is it un? Uh, what's the word? Is it? Are you unresurrectable? I believe you are. Res- I believe they can raise you because I was watching a video, and a dude was talking about it. And he was like, "Yeah, you can't die." He said, "But they'll bring you back. You can have some funny conversations about it." But mm. when okay. when I died, it was like game over. So I. I don't know. Maybe it worked different for him than it did for me. But so that that was that encounter, and then that next morning, everybody was talking about it and conversing. And I remember Shadowheart said we could put a bell on them so we can hear what's going on at night. And um, yeah, that was the that was that encounter. And mm-hmm. I know if it would have been the other way around, he wouldn't be in the camp no more. If he would have went after nope. uh, Helena. He yep. would have died picked, that night. He picked the right one because Helena would have staked him. Yeah, Leanna, she kind of, she a softy. She got a big heart. Mm-hmm. Leanna, Leanna liked to play with the dark side a little bit, but we'll get, we'll get into that. Oh, later, yeah. Later, later, later. <laughs> we do the, we, we have that running with Star, and then um, we continue out, you know, clearing the, clearing the camp. We kill another, um, Another one of the goblin guys. Dang, I feel bad that I did not write their names down. Um, but we I killed the, the torturer uh, one. One of them was Mithra, something like that. Was that the drow? Yeah, that's the drow. Yeah. We killed the torturer one. Real well, actually, no, the torturer one wasn't. He wasn't a boss. Yeah, I when the I first big played guy her, was a boss. Yeah, that motherfucker. The, he a problem. The, yeah, the the wow, we cheesed his his fight, didn't we? There were, so in the EA, we had let out some spiders, and they killed him originally there. And then we were doing something, running around. Dang, and I don't remember. He died in that doorway. 
Yeah, because somehow they somehow the fight spilled out all the way uh-huh. to where the, where the priestess is at. Oh, because I caught in those. Uh, I caught in the the ogres. Oh yeah, you caught in the ogres, but the ogres didn't even get a chance to fight him. Uh, but they I think there. the spiders still broke out. Yeah, the spiders broke out. Um, it was just chaos. Oh, oh hell, brothers, man! I I say when when playing with Ryan and BG three is always a type of chaos. It's fun, but compared to what I like play by myself, you know, it's kind of. I've been trying to be calculative, but and shit, but with Ryan, it's it's utter chaos. It's real fun, man. Real fun. So yeah, we we kill we kill that guy. Then we that's when we go to we go for a long rest. And some real interesting shit starts happening. It goes into a cutscene where Lizelle and Shadowheart are arguing. They're arguing over the artifact. And at this point, we discovered that the I got, artifact... I got the name for the people. I looked it up. Okay, thank you. It's thank you. Priestess Gut. Okay. Priestess Gut. Uh, <laughs> we were calling her princess. Menthra and then Ragsland. Ragsland. Okay, okay. Ragsland so, yeah, was Ra- a monster. Ragsland was a monster and... I'm glad we were able to cheese him. Because <laughs> yeah. he was he was raging and shit, and that was scary. Um, so after you kill them, you run into the the you have that moment of of a tense, like I guess the worms trying to get you or something, and then you drop to your knees and um the the uh dreamy stranger in the artifact starts talking to you and introduces themselves essentially and so um we don't know yet that they're the, they're the dreamy stranger we just know that this artifact is protecting us via shadow heart and so then we we go into this cutscene because we're about to try to long rest and lazelle and shadow heart are arguing and uh, I'll let you take over because Shadowheart's your companion, so it was your cutscene. All right, so the argument starts out. They standing there going back and forth. I believe at first, Leona said something. They continue back and forth arguing about the artifact and how it's a gift relic throughout the story. You know, Shadowheart tells you that, you know, she went on a mission to steal it. And apparently they stole it from Gith Yankee and they think it's a relic of theirs, but Gith Yankees are known to take things and claim them as their own, which, you know, I'm still learning more lore about the artifact than exactly what it is. But now at this point, I know more about it. But so they going back and forth, yada, yada, yada. And then they say, we going to handle it in the morning. I remember picking, I was like, all right, we going to handle this in the morning. I said, oh, they're going to throw hands in the morning. That's what I'm thinking. We're going to settle it like that. People going to throw hands. So we sleep. We get woken up in the middle of the night. Shadowheart is over Lazelle with her dagger out, foot on, foot on her wrist, blade at her throat. It, it was so crazy. Talking it to her. It was so crazy. She said, you just can't let it go, could you? Now, I could have done something, but me, I'm like, it ain't going to be like that. It's going to be cool. I'm just going to watch. Mm-hmm. 
Everything gonna be chilling, copacetic. I remember the whole time Ryan was listening. Maybe this was a different encounter where he was like, I wish I could do something. Now this was a different encounter. This is when uh this was the encounter when Lazelle actually came up and put the blade to my neck when we were sick and was talking about she was gonna like and like she was gonna kill me. You was like, I wish mm-hmm. I could but back to this encounter and they going back and forth and I saw the options where I can intervene. I could do nothing. So I do nothing. Next thing happens, I think um Lazelle hits her or something. And I remember because I believe headbutts her, and I remember Ryan's reaction. She was like, Why would you let let her do that? Shadowheart regains her composure, slits her throat. Quick. Yeah. It was Smooth. it was what it was. We were sitting there, we were in a chat with our buddy Waylon. He's playing some other game. We're both like chatting, talking about this, and neither one of us think that they're going to kill a companion, right? Like, we're just like, oh, they're going to fight, then we'll we'll talk it through, and like, you're watching, you're watching, and then bam, it happens so quick, they get in a scuffle, and she kills her, and we were both just like, oh, oh my god, oh my... Yeah, we yeah. lost our ship for like five minutes because we were like, "That is crazy." And I then you said, "What?" I, I said, "I couldn't believe it, man. I was in shock because I was like, there ain't no way we just early in the game and they killing off people mm-hmm. like this.'" I remember I saying, "Yeah, they different. They different." Uh, then I was like, "Can I resurrect there?" But I didn't see any options. So yeah, go ahead, bro. Yeah, immediately we went to go to loot her, <laughs> loot her, I guess, to call her shit. Yeah. And then we we're like, oh, maybe let's try to resurrect her. And nope, was not an option. Permadeath, man. Permadeath. Yeah. yeah, that, that. And now that I play other games, like other runs, and I've gotten to know Lazelle a bit better, hurt a little bit. It hurt a little it, bit, but it hurt watching because I mean, man. we were gonna we were gonna use her in as a companion, you know. She was just yeah. The, the problem is her character. We sat by and let it happen because her character was just so awful to the both of us. <laughs> Every time we interacted with her, so we just kind of sat there and let her get beat up by Shadowheart and then eventually killed. It was like, oh shit. That was not I believe the intention, but a mixture of it was one, I didn't think they were gonna kill off a character. No. Two, I thought Lazelle was stronger than Shadowheart. And three, I underestimated Shadowheart. I know two and three go together, but <laughs> it's, I'm like, man, Liza, she'll get out of this. She'll be all right. And then when she headbutted her, I was like, yeah, see. Hey, I'm in my head. See it? They gonna scrap mm-hmm. it. It'll be all right. Maybe I get another check to try and solve it. Mm-hmm. No, it was GG's no re. But I mean, Shadow Heart is base. So I'm like, hey, she had to do what she had to do. I was simping like a mug. I was like, nah, it's cool. Hey, I'd have done the same thing, you know. But but Leona, she she going down a little darker route too. Maybe maybe Shadow Heart mm-hmm. rubbing off on her a bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah. The work and then to make to rub salt on your oh, wounds, <laughs> you got uh, you got the her body just constantly showing up every time you go into camp. Her body's just laying there, and it's like, well, damn, 
My granddad said, "My granddad said, scratch them out." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just she's just laying there dead as a constant reminder of you let this this happen. Is she is she gone now that we've gone further? I, I haven't looked. I gotten so used to her body just being there that I just over would just pass right by it. So I I haven't walked around the camp to really yeah. check it out. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was real wild. Yeah, that was the moment I knew. Yeah, this this game would be different. Like Dragon Age Origins has some like crazy stuff like that, but. Like that, that early? I'm like, yeah, yeah. All right, I need to be more hands on with these mm-hmm. things because people can die. And the crazy thing is, if I had to pass that check, I would. We would have lost two companions mm-hmm. and almost one playthrough, one sit down. Maybe we would have just been like, oh, okay, we can't. Because if we had lost a star in that easily. I'm not too sure that we would have just sat back and let Shadowheart fight or well, let Shadowheart kill. Yeah, it'd have been different. I'd be like, nah, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> you gotta get up. You gotta get up. Stop this. It'd have hit that, it'd have hit that Shadowheart disapproves in the left corner. <laughs> she had to get over it. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be doing that. But I've also, when since I played through it before, and like once you, if you do stop it, Shadowheart is very like sensible. She's like, if we can take that hostility and point it towards our actual enemies that we have enough of, we can actually maybe we can succeed. And I was like, oh. And then I mean Lazelle let it go and now they now they kind of buddy buddy. They be talking junk to each other, but it's like from from uh well from enemies to lovers. I think that'd be funny. Uh Shadow Heart playthrough, and when you romance Lazelle, <laughs> that'd be messed up. Because <laughs> they're kind of mean to each other right from the get go. Yeah, that's a toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause, well, because you know it makes sense because the last encounter Shadow Heart had was you know still in that relic and mm-hmm. the Gift Yankees killing off all of her friends. Yeah. So she's just like, mm, you hanging with the Gift Yankee, like so she got a little. The hatred, but yeah, yeah that... and you know what? I didn't know that. I didn't know that stuff about her until uh, till you just brought it up because you know, a lot of times, um, not a lot, but like, because if I see that it's happening, I'll try to give it a listen. But a lot of your conversations with her, I, I have not been a part of because I'm yeah. either in my own conversations with my own companions or off just doing random stuff. That's another beautiful thing about this game is you can be all the way across the map from one another and and be able to do your own little thing. Yeah. Dangerous game to play, but it's possible. I must say I went up by myself one time, shot a heart and I had a bad time. But that that's later down the line. I'll talk about that. That's when you talk to Ethel. If you know who Ethel is, you know where I was at. So yeah, we ended up killing all the the goblin leaders, and um, which you know the I think the hardest one was probably what was his name again, Ragslin. Yeah, um, right. And I love him. Ragslin's the 
It's a monster, man. Yeah. It's just how the layout is. You got people above you. You got people around you. And then they put you right there by the mind flare. You know, you can move your characters around and um, interact differently with um, with your characters in position and stuff. But if it's your first time playing, you go in there. You're like, I got people behind me. And he got this rage mm-hmm. aura. And they throwing out Bane and Blessed Spells. And it's just... And he get real overwhelming, and he's just like a force. Mm-hmm. I remember I was playing with my paladin, and he killed me like three times. <laughs> like every time I would get up, he'll come back over there, boom, boom, boom. And so, so yeah, Rags mm-hmm. went. Yeah, that was also the encounter we ended up. We got him close to because you know when you go into his room, he's got like this hole in the ground. Um, oh, he's trying to resurrect a, a fucking mind flare, to well, the, which is a it's an interesting um, character detail for him. But uh, <clears throat> there's this big old hole in the room. So when we're fighting him, we let him, we got him down there near the edge, and then uh, one of us knocked him off into the hole, which yeah. we thought that, that was gonna be it. Like we killed him, but no, sadly. Ah. It's just another floor, and that's how he got displaced to the point yeah. where we were able to single him out. But there was still, there was still a lot of people that that had to get dealt with. Yeah, that gave us enough time, and then with the ogres there and and him falling down, it kind of gave us enough time to, you know, dwindle their numbers down some. So yeah, that was that was a a fun encounter. Um, I know with the mind flare thing, if you don't attack him early and you kind of just let it go, you know, he'll try and ask questions to the mind flare and the narrator will be like, you have a chance to stare his mind so you can use your tadpole to, mm. to take over his brain kind of and influence him to ask questions that steers the mind flare away from identifying you. And, um, mm. So yeah, that's a little a little fun way to do it. I don't know what happens if you try and do it and you fail though. So I bet that's mm. a, obviously probably end up in a fight, but I don't know if there's any more checks or what you can do. Yeah. But that's pretty but, cool. But in this playthrough after we killed him, I was like I was like, Ryan, get that scroll. I said, talk to the mind flayer. <laughs> and yeah, I, I had that I had that interaction in early access with on him talking to the um the mind flare so yeah I don't remember the mind flare actually telling us anything useful no um, no but as a DM when when do speak with the dead ever give you anything you want <laughs> uh, it, it's too I don't easy. think I've ever had that spell pulled out on me at the table thank god uh-oh, people, I got a conspiracy. I got to get going now. <laughs> so, yeah, we we killed the, the leaders, and then we had the encounter with the dreamy stranger, and this time we had an actual dream. And you get your little custom person that you make in the character creation, and basically they're they're telling you there's what, like this... They're protecting you from the from the absolute... And how, you know, they need you and, and you need them kind of thing. 
they want you to start using the powers of the tadpoles. So you right? Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah. And so then you unlock the mechanic of being able to consume tadpoles, which is I haven't done it yet. I haven't <laughs> uh have had Helena do that. She's you know, she's a paladin and, and I'm not trying to have her become a pawn of the absolute Leana, she she drifting to the dark side. <laughs> she she is a little bit. That that pretty much rounds up the the dreamy stranger situation and everybody in the camps talking about whether or not they should use it and the morality behind it and stuff. Did we talk about Gale and his stuff? His crazy stuff going on? Um no, we haven't um talked about that. Okay. So at this point we've we've been rescued Volo again because once she takes him off the table, she takes Volo to uh uh to a cage and we ran into him and broke him out. And so he went to go meet us back at the camp. Uh we've defeated the goblin leaders. Uh we rescue House and he's all the way down in like a little prison section. Um, yeah. Which is a surprisingly that one's a tough battle, but only because of the fact that there's like three goblins that are disengaged. So it's like you can either, so you can't get opportunity attacks on them, and it, it just eats a lot of time. Because once they turn that corner to go down that corridor, they're gonna have let more goblins know. Yeah, and it's just a, it's just enough like pacing yourself enough to be able to kill. What is it? Eight, nine, ten goblins. Yeah, I think um, oh. their names are like two and three. Like I think yeah, their names is one of them, like two and yeah. three. But out of all my playthroughs, I haven't been able to stop them from getting any assistance. Like every time I've tried, it's like I'm like, man, I could attack them, but they only got one hit point, and I'm trying to tear him down. And but they, you know, you can't get to them because they moving so much. But mm-hmm. yeah. And eventually, those what are they wargs? They bust yeah. out of those cage you know, cages. So then you got these two wargs fighting Halson, who's a bear. And you know, so, out of all of those, when you are um, interacting with the Halson as as the bear and talking to the goblins, there's out of all, I think there's like maybe three or maybe four, but I'm sure it's three options on how to deal with that situation. Two of them leads to you actually having to fight house. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Cause I remember distinctively one of them being like, you charge the bear and I'm like, why would I do that? That's, that's going to have him fight me. Yeah. <laughs> and so I chose the, the one that's very clearly like, Oh, cause I had, you. I had misinterpreted the last one. Mm. It was like, leave the uh bear to the goblin's fate or something like oh, that yeah yeah that's and i'm thinking okay i'm gonna just not be i'm thinking i'm gonna leave this situation and he gonna come out and kill all of them but i'm not gonna be actively in the battle Nah, it took it as when i reread it i was like, okay it makes sense it's basically looking like house is looking at it as if i'm abandoning him and telling the mm. goblins like go ahead kill him and so he's mm. aggressive towards me and then i gotta kill and the goblins are on my side so i'm like oh mm. no i don't i don't want this to happen so i I reloaded that real quick because that was my <laughs> paladin i'm like no i'm not about to even though they say you should um you shouldn't do that but i already knew the outcomes of that 
And I got a Dark Urge playthrough where actually in that Dark Urge playthrough, I don't know what happened, the housing. But yeah, we'll talk about that later on. Well, in some episode one day. Yeah, we could talk about housing real quick. I think I don't know if it's because of the the stuff about his bare sex scene or mm-hmm. what, but there's just something about his character that just bores me. Like I don't want to go I don't want to interact with his character. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's just he just seems kind of I don't know. Not boring. I'm sure there's more depth to him if I were to actually talk to him, but just how he handled the 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 tiefling camp when he goes back to that is kind of like you know what what we at right now, you'll start getting more about him and the shadow curse. That's the main reason he came with us because he wanted to yeah. deal with the shadow curse. So I'll uh since I already kinda know how he's gonna go when we play. I'll just let you handle house and see how he uh see how y'all dynamic goes compared to how his dynamic with my paladin is right now. But, yeah, yeah, I mean I've talked to him a little bit, but not not enough. And so which brings us to he he talks about the the moonrise tower and how we got to get there and and there's only one or two paths. You can either go on top of the mountain or through the underdark. Underdark is very tempting option, but uh I don't know something told me check out the mountaintop so that's what uh that's the direction that we decide ultimately to go but uh yeah there's some differences that happen in this in this camp too from the ea so like we talked about the spiders killing the goblins if you break them out uh will's background was different too he wasn't chasing after his patron like he was in the early access. Then he was also for an eyeball, his old eye. And one of the goblins that's in the back torturing that one, that one rando. Yeah. I guess they completely cut that. I guess they said they didn't want this weak gobbo being the one who took his eye, which I understand because the sword of the coast, you know, he's Mm -hmm. distinguished as him, but he kind of, he, they even talk, he even tells you about how he's nerfed now because the tadpole and stuff. I guess it's the tadpole or it could be his patron. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mathera? Something like that. His patron. Mesera. Mesera. I'm yeah. all off. Yeah. Mazira. Mazira. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Then yeah. you got Gail with Mistra. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about Gail and that, that situation? Gail is so like in love with my character, and I'm like, I didn't even do nothing. I was just nice to you. I gave you some magic items because Helena was like, No, I ain't giving you nothing. I'm like, Man, I said, Here you go, Gail. I gave him the magic items, and he tells the tell about Mistra and how he tried to steal a piece of magic from for and. I don't know, give it back to her. Now he got a ticking time bomb in his chest and he need magic items to consume to, you know, keep it at bay. Douse the fire out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I um I wanna do a playthrough where I focus more on Gail, Parlac, and probably 
I like have Shadowheart just because she a cleric. But um, yeah, well, I kind of focus on get more out of them because I don't know too much about Crylac because one, every gameplay playthrough I do, I get her late in the in like in the gameplay. But next time, I'll make sure that's a priority. Like, let me go find her so I can get to her early, and then maybe. I can romance her because I hear a lot of people say she best girl, but every <laughs> yeah, time we, that. every time we in, in fights with her, it seems like it go left. <laughs> mm-hmm. But every fight we've had with with using Carlac, she, I don't want to say she's gotten us killed. We have gotten obliterated. Yeah, maybe it's on it's, our end. I don't it, know. it might be on our end. Maybe we're not utilizing her her barbarianness enough. Yeah, but yeah, just feel um, like spellcasters are the easy are like the easier route to go. Yeah, but you know that's that's D and D at its core. Like once you start yeah. getting in higher levels, it's like martial classes, kind of like oh, okay, y'all cool, but I'm over here manipulating time and space. Right, and, that's true. And bringing people back from the dead and with us flying and. Oh, anything you can think of, you know, so Bellcast is yeah. always going to win out eventually. That's true. That is true. That's why you get the level five guys and you multi-class and get some magic. You won't be as strong as the full casters, but you'll be, you'll have a little something up your sleeve, but this ain't, this ain't 5E. So let's, uh, <laughs> don't get me on the tangent. Where we right. at now? We're back at the Grove, or and we did a little bit of exploration stuff, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, and this is where I wish I had spent more time with the the Typhlins. Um Is it Tieflins or Typhlins? I tieflins, think it's... Right? I always say Typhlins, but yeah, I think I it's like tieflins. I like Typhlins, too. Well, we gonna, it's our podcast. We're going to say Typhlins. <laughs> All right, fuck it. We'll say Typhlins. But yeah, we uh I wish we had spent more time with the Typhlins. Um we're back at the grove because we pretty much we cleared that that camp for the most part. Um we didn't finish was it did we do Will's thing that he had to do? I don't remember. Cuz uh-huh. I remember there's a, a long time. No, cuz we you talking about to get Carlac? Oh Mm, might have been. We get we did well, we went and did that, so that might be we what got, I'm thinking of. We got her after um the party. Yeah, we did that late. Yeah. 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 I mean so we, we was like they were already gone because she needed somebody to look at her infernal engine. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, because uh they had already left at this point. So House is back, right? They should have waited for us. <laughs> they should have waited, exactly. We had told them we were going to go walking. Anyway, look, so <laughs> House returns back to the Grove. If you remember from last episode, what's her, what's her name? The the Druid Kaga? Kaga. Kaga. Uh, she was mad at the, the Typhlins and was about to do that spell. She was kicking them out. And she was gonna imprison that little girl or something. She was gonna do some some messed up stuff to that that little girl because she had stole the relic. Yeah. 
and so House is there, he's fussing at her, he's like, you know, uh you're you're gonna be you're back to apprentice. You're no longer like a master druid. And he's like, Damn. That's all? Yeah. <laughs> like that's all. Yeah, there was one point like she gets cocky when uh she goes back down because you gotta go talk to um that other druid guy to get some caves or uh, get, to get a map, right? Mm-hmm. She got she was just she was just real cocky down there. You know we talk about house and like leaving his mm-hmm. point of command, but if you stay around and there's some druids around that stone table, they basically talk about how they want him gone. Mm-hmm. It's like he they real kind of snooty and evil, like, yeah, he's I'm glad he's gone and da 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 da. So maybe if he stayed, he might would have been on the wrong end of that snake. Yeah, that's true, because I mean a lot of them were like pro Kaga, what she was doing. Yeah. So they yeah. would have took out old dude. Um, I forget the one that gives you the tablet to get the sorrow blade, Albert. They would have took yeah. him out because he was all about housing, but now he got some other druid coming to take over the grove. And I remember him saying, uh, he talked about how they needed her in that type of fire, even though she's just kind of misguided. I'm like, huh? All right. Yeah. All right, then. That's all she's getting is a stern talking to under the motion. She was about to kill a kid. And there yeah. is a there is a playthrough where look little, little girl don't make it. Damn. Don't, it, that makes sense. That makes sense. I, I mean, almost... it could happen, it could happen in any playthrough, really. Honestly, if you don't do nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I almost fought her. I really did. I almost attacked her. I, I wonder like, what would have happened. That would have been crazy. That whole camp would have lit up. And I wasn't trying to deal with that. That all would have had to die. Yeah. But yeah. I, I think it would be interesting if like, somebody held off on that quest line. Like you didn't even go in when I, when after the big attack happened, and you mm-hmm. just went off and leveled up and did other stuff without kind of touching the goblin camp. Like go down that well, fight those spiders, mess with uh in the swamp area, you know, kind of do all of that and level up some, and then go over there and handle that quest. I wonder how that would be. Mm. I wonder how many levels you I can get. Yeah. <laughs> Been ready then for all the smoke. Yeah. She was a higher level than uh, I was at the time, too. So, because if you're level five, I think that's when when do you get fireball level five? Yeah, be blowing everybody I'm up in the, sure. in the in the grove. Yeah, I think it's level five because where we at right now, um, Shadow Heart has fireball and we just about mm-hmm. to get level six, blowing up everything. Because I think level yeah, that's three, true. that's, that's when coming you get, um, too. Yeah, level three, that's when you get your second level spells. But yeah, y'all so, will yeah. learn quick. I go on tangent, so just uh, <laughs> bear with me. So Kaga, she's she should have been punished. But uh, you know, mm-hmm. then we got we go back to the camp, right? 
and Volo's sitting there waiting. I'm talking to Volo, and he's like, "Hey, I can I can fix your eye. I can or I can I can try to get the the tadpole. I'm gonna have to put this really sharp long nail, basically this tool, through your eyeball to try to try to poke at it." And I was gonna let him do it, but I was like, "No, no, I I, I can't do this." Um. So I ultimately I said no, and and I I left. I just respect my character. But if you had done it, your eyeball would have he would have eventually popped your eyeball out, and to make up for it, he would have gave it, given you a a magical eyeball that makes you or allows you to see invisibility, which is really neat and makes me wish I done it but by the time i found this out it was too late for me so uh i just i respect helena at this point um and this is when i i switched over to barbarian for a minute just to try to see how it was um ultimately i didn't like it and i respect back into paladin uh but that's neither here or there so we went and we found some spiders in a pit, killed them. So yeah, we killed some spiders in the in this big old. It wasn't a pit. You go down a well in the what was it? Blight Town, Blighted Town. Yeah, yeah. And then um, there's just some spiders chilling, waiting for you. Yeah, I don't even think you get anything from that encounter besides experience. Maybe no, there's some um, type of, uh... it's a. I saw this on TikTok. It's a two-part um, mission. There's, I don't remember the first part of it. <clears throat> I think you have to find a key or something, and then you go down there. And once you kill them, you'll have access to some hidden thing, and you'll get something out of it. But I, I really don't remember. It's been is so it, long. This is very is it, riveting uh, from me. <laughs> is it? Um... Those weapons, those master weapons and the blueprint. It might be. Because I it remember might be we, we went into that building and got those. And that's something we missed out on, those master weapons. Because mm-hmm. we got the blueprints for them, but we never um explored that further. But yeah, those. So I think you can make a dagger, a sword, or uh maybe a rapier. I just watched a video today, but I forgot exactly what the weapons do, but I remember going, ah. Oh, I know. It casts silence on the enemy mm. once you attack them. Yeah, it silence cool. them. I was Dang, like, oh, pretty cool. I need that. I was I was sitting there watching stuff. I said, oh, yeah. I said, whenever um, if we ever do a run through with Wayman, I said, I'm going to have my character. He's going to be right. Yeah, that'll be cool. I seen. I think I've seen... Um, in order to build them, you got to get some material from the Underdark. If it's the weapons yeah. I'm thinking of. Yeah. yeah. That's something I, I, I wish you would, would have explored was the Underdark. Some crazy stuff. Is it? Yeah. And you get to get to this, this forge that's like, that has like mithril stuff, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that's, a, that's a whole doozy. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I should have gone the Underdark, but we've come across some interesting stuff on the top. Oh, yeah. Um, we, we came, we've encountered some things, definitely. 
Oh yeah. But before we get to that, we gotta run through. We have our our Tiflin celebration at this point. Um, you know, Will's being super mysterious. Helena putting her moves on him. He's like, he's like, nah, nah. We're uh, he's like, I'm being mysterious right now. So she's like, all right, left him alone. And uh, or they dig, like, oh yeah. But she did. She did end up getting a kiss from Will. The real juicy part came from Shadowheart and and Liana. Yeah, you know, you know, Liana was raising her up a little bit. They talking and um, and Shadowheart was like, "Yeah, you know, once everything calms down for the night, you know, I'll come find you." I'm like, "Oh," she said, "We need to wait till it's a bit more quiet." I'm like, "Oh, okay." Liana, she ready. I bet. So after everybody talking, Helen over there getting the kiss, the people drinking, drunk, running around, having them a good time. You know, we lit. Eventually, like all good things, it must come to an end. People turning in for the night, they sleep. Had a heart come over there. She's like, all right, let's go. She got the wine. We over there sipping. I, I remember I didn't click the horny options. I was trying to be cordial, and, you know, be chill, not not overzealous, over desperate, you know. But mm-hmm. I might have tried, I might have threw in one or two in there. Then it just ended gotcha. with us drinking wine, and we laid down. Layana fell asleep, and so when she wake up, Shadowheart was like looking, like was just laying there, and the look of lust in Layana's eyes, and just like admiration and just desire. Ryan yeah. said, look how she's looking at her. I'm like, bro. That's a yeah. That's a yeah. She she on one right now. Yeah. And then um I passed the insight check and it was basically saying, like reading body language and how she kind of leans into you. So you know, I said, man, whatever you you gotta get it. You only live once. This opportunity might not come back through. So I went ahead, clicked that. And uh, they was laying there, and they got they had a little makeout session. And uh, afterwards, after it was over with, and they got a heart was like, okay, you know, it's about to be first light. We gotta get up, get moving. Leona was like, all right. So we got up, and then it was a conversation afterwards, and kind of like she was testing the waters to kind of see like, are we cool? Is that a one night thing? Are we kind of thing now? And then Leona was like, yeah, I want to do that some more. And da, 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 da. So I guess it's official with Shadowheart and uh, Leona because whenever I speak to Shadowheart, she'd be like, I found myself smiling more lately. She says, I think you're the reason for that. I was like, oh. And they can they can have banter back and forth where they're like a little couple now, which is interesting. But I think their little synergy is causing a bit of osmosis. Leona's going down a darker path, but I, I'm really thinking about it because I ain't played a dark urge, but just the way the game been going, Leona did something that was real dark. But when it comes up later on, it might not be this episode, but when it comes up later on, remember this moment, something dark happened. <laughs> but yeah, that yeah. was that encounter, man. That was, uh, that was nice. Because like, I had kind of, and early access, I had got that same scene, but 
you know, it, it kind of went the same besides the look, like the look. I'm like, oh, no, nah, yeah, no, nah, she locked in. Like, it just felt, I don't know if they did anything different. I don't know, but, or maybe I was just more immersed in it, but I don't know. It felt a bit different that go around. Was he like, was oh. looking at her a certain type of way. That was hey, that's I, for sure. I got it screenshotted and recorded. I'm going to put it on the socials so y'all can see. <laughs> you got to. How she was looking at her. I'm like, what? But yeah, uh, that was fun. Let's uh, <laughs> move on before I be trying to figure out when the next romance scene going to happen. <laughs> so yeah, and then we go. We go find Carl. Will's chased her down. And... You know, you keep getting told she's a devil, she's a devil, and then when you see her, she's like, "Oh, as a t- she's a typhoon," you know. With one so horn. Will fun, yeah, with one horn. So Will's sitting there, he's wanting to kill her, he's wanting to kill her, and you're just like, "Nah, uh, you can't do that." Convince him out of it, so he he doesn't do it, and um, you know, it, it ultimately it led him to getting punished. He gets turned into a, um, basically, he's a devil or a fiend. Yeah. He's a fiend. Gives him horns. His eyes are, they turn demonic or devilish. Yeah, it really, it really fucked him up. I remember, um, you know, they tab holes connected and he kind of saw Mm -hmm. how she was a victim of it all, how she was just taking it forced to fight and I remember he was like she told me I'd be fighting devils, demons and aberrations, not not tieflings, not victims, not tieflings, mm-hmm. not victims. And he was really conflicted by it. Like the whole time when he's talking about killing her, he's like conflicted by it. And I to in a playthrough, if you do decide to kill her, he's just like he, it's a moment of confliction for him. Like he'll keep bringing it up, asking you, "Did I do the right thing? Mm. You think I did the right thing?" And it's like, "Oof, that just really affects him." But I think, I think personally, the right thing to do is, you know, let her live. Because, but Will does have to pay a price. But Will is like, out of everybody there, he probably well, Carly has a pretty big heart too, but. Well, he's just a good guy, man. Mm-hmm. He's a flirt. He's a flirt, but he's just a mm-hmm. good guy, man. Man, got a big heart. Yeah. But he got to get out of that pack. <laughs> yeah. That's, and, you know, we'll get to that. But he's, he got real fucked up from that, not listening to his patron. Mazira shows up and all that, and she's just awful to him. And then, you know, right after that, I switched out. My companion for Carlac because I wanted to, I wanted to uh, mess with her stuff. Don't forget, don't forget. Now you was over there flirting with her. Oh yeah, yeah. And nobody, <laughs> and I remember people disapproved. <laughs> Helena was over there flirting. She will flirt with, with Carlac. I got to. I got to try. Uh, uh-uh, not with Carlac, with um, with Will's patron. Oh. <laughs> I did do that too. It was like, well, look at you. Oh, what a sight. Like, bro. She did come through badass, though. She did come through badass, though. Yeah. And this was before she did all that to Will. It was just like, oh, what you doing here? Oh, okay. That's what you're doing here. Fuck you. Type type energy. Right. I did. Look, 
I did what I was I was trying to do, you know. Hey, hey, you know, I'm not shaming it at all. I, I, who like, didn't is, who didn't like it? Do you remember? I think it was both Garlic and Will. And Will, yeah, they was like, oh no, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could from their perspective, I fully understand. Yeah, but you know, I didn't know if there was a secret romance option, you know. Hey, and you gotta you gotta <laughs> figure it out. You gotta explore these options. Uh, but yeah, that that did happen, and then I switched out my companion for Carly. I wanted to try her out, which was, I think, a better move because I was able to respect again, and um go back into my paladin at that point because I was still rocking the fighter barbarian and getting her with her being a barbarian I was like okay I can just switch back because I missed my lay on hands ability and then you also switched out on your uh, on your companion too uh, yeah who did I get you got a star in because this a is where he, hey. he pulled us out of the out of the shits yeah, he he got us out the deep end on this. Shout out to yeah. Starian. I gotta get him on the. Uh, I gotta get him and whoever voted on the poll that he was your favorite. <laughs> hey, he gonna have a moment. I'm glad I was shouting him out that the uh, podcast that episode because, hey, and I believe I made when I respect as well, and I gave Leana a sorcerer level, mm-hmm. and. And I made Astarian a assassin rogue. I know I think it defaults as him uh, arcane trickster, but really? I changed it to an assassin rogue. Rogue, but maybe does it go in alphabetical order? I don't know. Regardless, it had him as arcane, but I switched him to an assassin because that's one of my favorite rogue subclasses, just because of the single damage uh, DPS it can do as damage per second, but how much damage it can do in a round. Mm-hmm. That sneak attack, man. Now is that that sneak attack just as strong in in the game as it is in the tabletop? Oh, and and uh, and how Baldur's Gate is like balanced out, I'll say yeah. Like, okay. some of the highest single target damage in the game comes from a sneak attack, assassin rogue. That's what's I- up. I don't know if he has the ability, like, when surprised, if it's an auto-critical. I, he might, because if he had, I believe he does. So if you ever get a surprise off and you can get automatic crits, oh, yeah. I'm starting to be laying stuff out. That's what's up. So, yeah, we did the, did the companion switch out, and uh, we moved on from... From uh, the area, because the Tieflings left at this point. Um, we did come across. Who was it? We came across somebody that was telling that gave us the iron, the engine iron or whatever it's called. You remember what I'm talking about? If not, we got it. No. Hmm. Engine iron. I'm trying to think. Is that oh, little Carla? Yeah. Her infernal engine. Yeah, her infernal engine. It was uh, it, somebody gave you iron, uh, or or gave Helena iron. Oh, okay. And I don't remember because it it sparked a it sparked a little conversation between Carlac and Helena, but it's been too long for me to remember 
the details. So yeah, we move on po- uh, past the Grove. Yep, post Grove. We get once we get past the Grove, you know, we're on that other side of the map. We have to talk about those fake paladins of Tear that we ran into that were also hunting Carlite, and we went up there, and I believe you was yeah. asking us asking to see their wares. I'm I'm hoping I'm thinking about the correct playthrough. Yeah, yeah. And, and she just attacked you. I don't know if that's like a because the same thing happened to me in my paladin playthrough, and I don't know if I misinterpreted like how it was gonna come across. Like maybe they thought I was like, let me see your wear so like I can steal it. But I was more like, let me see it so I can buy stuff. So I don't know if that's how the wording or translation or my interpretation was off or our interpretation was off. So we had to fight uh, them. Yeah, I have no idea. I remember her coming up to me, talking to me for a split second, and then we're fighting. I'm like, what the hell? I didn't even... I mean, you, you said... Know, I, I just assumed she was mad because we were Typhons. I remember you saying, I was just trying to ask about your wares, but I went up there as a human paladin, and she was still... When I clicked that option, she was still on team. So, yeah... And Ryan was like, they're attacking me. And so I came came around the other side, and it was a pretty... Uh, I've had times where that fight was kind of difficult when I was playing with my Paladin, but we kind of just breezed through it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Carlac went around, and she said it was flaming hot and just was destroying the building, setting it ablaze, setting it on fire, just lighting it, torching it. And then she was like, ooh, I'm no longer burning hot. I'm feeling good. So... That's really sparked her fiery personality and see how she get down. But yeah, that was, uh, didn't want to leave out Carlac's moment of domination and tearing up a, a bar and burning it down. Speaking of burning down buildings, uh, once you go towards the left side of the map, um, when did we run into those hyenas? We ran into the hyenas on the way to Carlac. Did we? I think. If I'm thinking about the map correctly, yeah. Uh, yeah, there was the hyenas we had ran into. Um, you see them laying there bloated on the ground, mm-hmm. groggy. And, you know, initially you have the option to pray. I know when I was a paladin, you had the option to, like, pray and end it suffering, like, give it a peaceful passing. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it it peacefully passed, and or you can stomp it out, or you can just watch. And ours glitched out a little bit. We kind of yeah, watched. What are those creatures called? That, the uh, gnolls. The gnoll busted out. Mm-hmm. It's got the blood all over it and stuff. But it lagged out and made Helena or Ryan go back through all of the dialogue options. Mm-hmm. And I think this time you just decided to kill it. Yeah, and, stop um, it out. And so it's like a half thing just sitting there with blood all over it. And we're like, okay. So then we just go and um, we take them out pretty easily. Then there's some more up top. I remember we took them out too. Shadow Heart went down. And I remember I was talking shit. I said, nah, you ain't going to do that to Bay. And, you know, I was still riding high off the wine <laughs> in the makeout session. So that, that was a bit personal for me. And we uh, took them out. I don't know when this encounter happened in our playthrough. Maybe it was after we got um, 
Karlak, but when you run into those people that's trapped in a cave, and um, yeah, that that was definitely when you actually right the nose. Yeah, we came around. Hold on, we came around the back because we we kept blowing up because they had that place booby trapped. We was yeah. actually inside the cave with them when that fight was happening. So yeah, I'm not sure when we did that encounter, but it was pretty smooth. I don't um they I think everybody survived. We didn't take the package or that they was carrying the freight they was carrying and we just went on about our business. We was like they ain't got nothing to do with us. So we went on about our business. And um yeah. I think that's about it for probably it it was a real gruesome cutscene to watch. Yeah, just thing bursting out of the hyena's yeah. belly, blood just like all over it. And the animation style they used just looked like the blood was just constantly running. Yeah, that was very gruesome and grisly scene on some um on some uh xenomorph type stuff. Yeah, very body horror. <laughs> Burning buildings and that mm-hmm. go around. You run into um a burning building and I forgot these people's name, something dealing with a fist or something like that. And they're um the building's burning down. Apparently they got overran by some goblins. And it's a once you approach there's a woman, she's leaning down and apparently her partner that she convinced to join didn't make it. And mm-hmm. uh, I think Helena had that interaction. And she um, took the paladin option and, you know, said there's no harm in falling in battle. And then mm-hmm. she was like, he shouldn't even have been here. I made him recruit. I just need to be left alone. So we're like, okay, cool. Me having already tried, played through this part, trying to save this dude, I knew that if you go in that building to the left and you go on that side door and let him out, from the outside, you'll have a much easier time. If you try and go in and get him out, dude only has like eight hit points, and the place turned into an inferno as soon as you open that door. And you'll be lucky if you get him out in time because it switched to turn-based mode. So it may, and it, if you don't know how turn-based mode works, that sudden switch are kind of like it's jarring. You're like, why am I in this mode? But once you play it more, you'll understand like how turn-based mode works and how the the effects of stuff slows down so like you won't you have time to actually move and not get burnt up because the environment has its own turn so it's not like constant fire 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 damage so it's a lot easier to survive in turn-based mode but you don't have to go into turn-based mode if you just go it's a building to the left you ain't even got to help them knock down that big door it's a building to the left you go in you hit that side door He'll be right there. You let him out. You can either use an investigation to see the best pace to get leverage, or you could just pull, you know, push it off of him, pull it off of him, and he'll run back. Then if you go in, if you knock down that door, it's like another door. If you knock that down, go straight out, stay upstairs, go to the right, and you'll find um the Duke's advisor. I forgot her name. And um you let her out and she'll take that same exit out. She won't even go downstairs. She take that same exit out that you opened up before, and then you're out of there. And I'll let Ryan take on what happens with that cutscene with Will, because Will is his companion. So I let him take that. 
Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> I don't remember the cutscene, bro. All I remember is he's talking about, uh... He talks a little bit about it being his dad, or the Duke of whatever yeah. it's called. That's <laughs> it's his it. dad. Yeah, that's about it. That's about it. About it. It's his dad, and she... Well, she had an interesting reaction that's different if, um... If you decide to let Carlac live or pass, because if you allow her to, if you tell Will, go ahead and finish, finish it off, he'll get a gift and like he'll get this different type of armor that mm. gets cast like a fourth or third level fire spell or something like that. And, um, but in our playthrough, since we did the right thing, um, she looks and she goes, What, what in the, Seven hells or however many they have happened to you. And uh he'll he'll say it's not a time to talk about this. And then you learn that Will's father is like a powerful duke, like and he's up there, you know, he's he's one of them. And um you kinda get more information about his you get slight information about him and his father's relationship and that it's kinda strained a bit. But at one point they were tight. So, but he was kind of like, he don't give you too much detail. But, and she tells you, you know, go find him. And be like, all right. And because he got kidnapped and he's going to Moonrise Towers. And, you know, I told Ryan they should have named it Baldur's Gate 3, Moonrise. Mm-hmm. I know it's, that's probably once you get to Moonrise, it's a lot of stuff afterwards. But, Early on, Moonrise Towers is where everything converges. Everything. Everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's yeah. Then you go and you witness the gifts basically using a dragons flexing, burning mm-hmm. up people, destroying a bridge, and um well, I was about to say Lazelle goes down there and talk, but not in this game. No, not in this one. In this one, uh, Helena had to go down there and talk. Mm-hmm. And but we didn't do that just yet. Because we, we still do? we we uh we went through the swamp because that Typhlin girl was like, I wouldn't go down there. And then, oh, so we turned around. Yeah, we turned around, and that's when we did the swamp stuff. Gotcha. And all right, guys, we'll end off right there with the reveal of we have to go save Will's father and Mm -hmm. his father is the Duke of what Baldur's Gate. Yep. Is it Baldur's Gate? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, 100 percent. I think so. Don't quote me, but I think so. And I think we'll pick up on the swamp with Mm -hmm. uh, Ezel or Ethel, whatever her name is. Ethel, mm-hmm. whatever her name is. Ethel, I think that's her name. We'll pick up with her and then we'll finally get to a star and him being him, you know, because <laughs> that, that was a that was his moment. After that, I said, I'm sorry, I won't sleep on you no more. Won't sleep on you no more. And uh we appreciate y'all listening. Keep keep tuning in. We're gonna keep cranking them out. And uh we appreciate y'all. I'm gonna think of some more cool uh for y'all to vote on and add another question for y'all to comment on that's you know maybe a little joke or funny or whatnot 
and we'll keep the ball rolling. I am Keon or Carefree, whatever you want to call me. Carefree with a K, don't forget. And uh, I appreciate y'all. And I'm signing out. Peace. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, this is Ryan. Um, appreciate you guys listening. And uh, give us a rate and review. And see you guys later. Oh, almost forgot. A little housekeeping. One last thing. Follow us on TikTok at the Co-op Champions. Follow us on Instagram at the Co-op Champions. Twitter at the Co-op Champs because they got a 15 character limit. And we on, I'm working getting us on all the podcasts. Uh, we on Spotify. I published us on Apple Music. I'm still waiting on that to process, but by the time this episode come out, episode one will be up there and episode two will be premiere on time. And on Amazon, Google, um, you know, Apple, Spotify, Google, our heart. We, yeah, I'm, we putting them up everywhere. So wherever you listen to your podcast, if you want a podcast uploaded on another site that you listen to can more consistently, let me know on any of the socials and I'll try my best to accommodate you. We'll try and get you right for more content from the co-op champions. And with that housekeeping being done, I'm more pressure and I am out because I got to go to work in the morning. Peace. <laughs> right. <laughs>